Hello and welcome to another episode of the Never A Straight Answer podcast, the podcast that aims to cover a wide range of topics from conspiracy theories to popular culture and news. I'm your host Gaz and joining me in the studio, you know him, he's my co-host, he's the Old Testament Taylor. Oh yes you do, you know me. You must do by now. Uh, well, I was going to say Old Text, Taylor, but, you know, uh, Old Testament came out. But it doesn't really matter. It's oh, got no, no bearing on the show whatsoever. No. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Welcome back, new yeah. listeners and repeat offenders. And thank you for joining us for another episode. Oh, yes. Thank you very well, much. Well, this year we're looking into a... It's a great mystery. Yeah. Um, we're looking into a mystery that's over 600 years old. Whoa. Um, and it's still unsolved today. Yes. The Voynich Manuscript. Oh, I bet half of you don't even know what we're talking about. Well, it's an illustrated codec, it handwritten is. in an unknown language. Yeah. Well, is it a code? Oh, we don't know. We're going to look into it. It's, stout, it's stumped code breakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It stumped code breakers, it stumped technology, it's stumped computer programs, language experts. Mind blowing. They couldn't solve it. Do you reckon we can? We'll yeah. find out a bit later on or in the show. Or maybe even they can. Well, they, if you can. Yeah, if you can. You can come on the show and tell us all about it. Yeah. Well, that's all coming up very shortly in the show. It will be. We've also got What's Fucked Up, Where You're From, oh, as yeah. well as the NASA news. Oh, yes. Great so, news this week. Well, we're sticking around for. Taylor's kept me up late. We've we've had some drama. We have. We I was going to say what was drama, going on. Yeah. What have you been up to? But we've just had some mad drama. We some have. mad stuff going on outside the studio. We, we, we have. Oh, we have indeed. Stuff going spills out onto the streets, it doesn't does. it? it? On gets a Saturday a bit noisy, night, it, it gets rowdy. Yeah, we don't want a bit of rowdiness. We well, want a bit, a bit quiet. It's bit all calm down now. Yeah, Everything's calmed down now. Yeah. Doors have stopped being kicked. <laughs> 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 Taxis are arguing why they. Taxis are gone. We're good. We're good. Right. So. <laughs> Other than that, what have you been up to? Uh, me, actually, I've uh, I got uh, told about a program that uh, started on Netflix. Netflix, yeah, in uh, Netflix, yeah. Netflix, uh, which I was actually going to go and watch. What uh, was it? What's your program? It is called The Octopus Teacher. Oh, right. And I watched it last night, actually. Written by Ringo Starr. Really good. No, it was this uh, guy who's basically, he lived in South Africa. Okay. And um, So it's like, the, the wait a minute, so is this going to be something like the dog whisperer, but he speaks to octopus, octopi? No, he, he well, he spent uh, a year, every single day, going and seeing this octopus to see, you know, to get a kind of uh, friendship. A, re- a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And he actually did. He actually did it, and it was it, it really interesting program. Really, uh, I really enjoyed mm, it. Right. And what's that? Is that is it a documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds pretty cool, actually. So it, it's, is, it it's, really is. It's the tale of a man and his his eight legged friend. Yeah, yeah. It sounds a bit like um, what was the lassie or do you know the fucking the dolphin? What's that? What's that? Octopusy. Yeah. Octopussy. What's that octopussy? There's a there's a boy trapped in the in the old uh, sunken wreck. Yeah, let's go and chase it. Well, yeah, it sounds like a good Saturday afternoon TV programme that. Yeah, I, I mean yeah, I had a, had a uh, <laughs> good watch of it last night and it was uh, yeah, it was really, really good. So if you get a chance of, to see it then uh, What was the guy called? Uh, Jim. Uh, Jim and Octopussy. Jim and Mr. Octopussy. Yeah. Uh, no, well, well legitimately, well, what was, was it called? Thing. What was it called? Uh, the Octopus Teacher. That's what it's called. So it's like the Dog Whisperer. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I've never seen the Dog Whisperer, so well, I couldn't there's tell a, there's you. There's so. a couple of things that I've been recommended. Um, one yeah. was called The Originals, and I believe it's about vampires. 
Um, oh, I, I'm not sure if it was like a, an original Netflix or it's just come to Netflix, like as a, you know, another, yeah, you know, an, you know, just bundled in there. Yeah. But a few people have been telling me, because they know I like all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, you, you know, do. vampires, I do like vampire stuff. You are a bit of a bite Um on. So... Yeah, I don't know. Have, have you You're seen it? Give it a go. I might give it a go. I might give the first episode a go. But the problem is with vampires, yeah. And you can give me. I might get comments for this, but do you know, like when they're a bit dandy, like, mm. like you know, they're always kind of like, oh, I've got a cravat. And yeah, it's a like, bit you know, old style, a bit old school. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, I don't like that vampire. Yeah. Yeah, but you. Yeah, well, but I don't like the, the, the given that new romantic look, uh, like you know, a bit of eyeliner. And yeah, like, I know, you know it's not the eighties now, but like it was uh, trendy back then. It was actually, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, as it well, was. Uh, just like to let everybody know that we've been nominated for an award. We have the Paranormality Magazine have nominated us for, nominated us for best podcast in the uh, best UFO podcast category. Oh, Pretty cool. Yeah, um, like to say wait. thank you for nominating us, first of all. And uh, votes are open yeah. till the 30th of September. So you know what to do. I think it is the 30th of September. I'll correct you if I'm wrong. Um, but you can go over and vote for us. There's a link in the description. It only takes a minute. It's just a matter of email signing up with your email address. Yeah, and that's about it. it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, like I say, anything else you've been doing this week? I've had a bit of a kind of a busy week, but not really busy enough to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, not really. I had a bit of a, a bit of a down at the beginning of the week, but then I pulled myself out of it, and then I cheered myself with well, this octopus. Well, to, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I needed I, I something. Mean, you know, a bit the thing, cheerfully. You see, it's been a bit of a, a a bad week in news, and it's like you know when you kind terrible, of terrible, mate. You, you, it's one of those where it's. You know, you you find yourself watching the news, and then you wake up in the morning depressed. Yeah, you know, you can't help it. It's like so you need to kind of pull yourself away from. If you're one of those people who kind of just like you know sit there soaking up twenty four hour news, yeah, you need to step away from it. Step away from the definitely because half of it is bullshit for one, and the other half is like, well, it gives you a little bit of info, but you don't want to put that doesn't mean turn us off. Yeah, yeah, no. but what I'm saying is, you know, the twenty four hour news, you you know, it's worth. I go like that, you know. Even if it's world events, I just think, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch something else. Yeah, you gotta give yourself you know a break. What I mean? And I'll check back in later. You gotta you know think I mean? of your mental health, mate. You gotta think of your mental health. It's too easy to get wrapped up in uh, stuff. So, but yeah, your car, your is your car alarm going off, sir? My car's a pain in the bloody butt. Go and sort your car alarm out. I, I'll, do, I could I'll, do it for me. Can you? Yeah, bang. There's one. It keeps going off. Bang, it's like you keep it seeing again. it flashing. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, while you're doing that, it's a nice car. Those people like touching it. Try and steal it. Um, yeah, while it. you're while you're sorting that out, um, I'll tell everybody about this week's what's fucked up where you're from. Yes, you will. Well, we get on, we seem to have a lot of listeners from Minnesota. Yeah, because we listeners. got another um, tweet. Um, this one was from the True Crime Podcast. Um, Unnatural. Hey. hey. Yeah, Unnatural oh, the unnatural. podcast. Um, which who who have said. Um, there's ghosts of orphan children that are rumoured to linger around a former orphanage in Minnesota. Oh. Um, witnesses have also seen um, the floor move the floor and warp. Yeah. Whoa. Um, there's been phantom cigar smoke. Okay, uh, books yeah. have moved. The temperature in the building has changed dramatically. Ah. Um, and phone calls have been made to the police department from an empty building. Yeah. The third floor is said to be especially haunted. 
So something went on there. So then, I was like, right, okay. Do you see, we've done a few of these in Minnesota. Yeah, have, yeah. And, you know, I'd never heard it's a that. Spooky place, man. Which got me kind of thinking, well, there's got to be more to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah definitely. We couldn't have covered everything. No. And do you know what? It hasn't disappointed. There's so many stuff, there's so many kind of urban legends and stuff coming out of Minnesota. Um, is a, a legend for you that especially unique to Minnesota. And oh, it's, right, okay. um, it's the Kensington Runestone. <clears throat> Was originally discovered in 1898, right? Uh, by Olaf Oatman, oh. um, and um, apparently it was um, like it's basically like a ruin. It's um, it's basically, it, it. Do you know when you see a ruin or a bag of ruins? Yeah. When you get your your stones done or whatever. <laughs> when you get your stones <laughs> you get done. Your stone when done. you get my stones done. Oh, I always get my stones. Done. When you get your ruins done. Yeah. Yeah. Or runes. runes. Yeah, because I'm not saying that correctly. I'm, I'm going to get told mm. up. But like, it's like a big rune. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it's um, apparently like it's the largest stone that they've that they've ever they found. Ever found. Um, and apparently it's like um, they reckon it goes back to the 1300s. But after Ooh. extensive study, the stone was basically brought up back to the 19th century. Yeah. Um, it, people still believe that the stone is authentic, but it's puzzled okay. um, mystery. Be. It's been a puzzling mystery. It's funny, though, because it kind of goes into what we're talking about tonight. It kind of does, yes. Yeah, yes. with this, um, the Vonnyck. Yes. Um, have we have we mentioned that? No, yeah. I don't think we have. Have we not? No, we haven't. I think this is the first time we mentioned it. No, yeah. I've read something out about it, haven't I? Yeah, no. Yeah, of course I have. You sure? I don't think you have. Yes, I have. I'm a clever boy. I can hear you, you know. <laughs> I, think you, I think it goes in one ear and out the other. I think the audience Most of the time, but that one me. didn't. <laughs> that I did talk about what we're talking about at the yeah. beginning of the show. So... Sure. Um, another legend. Yes. Um, you don't try. To, it's late. Yeah, right. It For is. anyone listening at the moment, it's currently twenty past two in yeah. the morning. Yeah. yeah, right. Now he thinks that because I'm, it, I'm a bit tired that I'm gonna. Be, I'm tired. Too. I'm not looking where I'm going, but. No, no, I, just, I swear, I don't think you said it at the beginning. Uh, but if uh, it's written on my bloody script, I, I said it. Yeah, right. Well, we, we do you well, know what? We'll find we'll out. We'll find out, won't we? Later. Yeah, yeah. No edits, right? Yes, anyway, no edits. so the Dead Man's Trail yes. is another Minnesotan legend that goes back a long time, but there's no sort of consensus on the exact story. Okay. Um, the most commonly told urban legend, however, is that the Native American um, woman who lost her baby by the water, um, the baby was swept up into the rushing water and she witnessed it wash away. Um, Apparently, um, she cried out thief to the river (laughs) and it's said that she wanders the the banks uh, looking out for her lost child. And if you hear, listen closely, you can hear her cries. Not the babies? Maybe, maybe the mothers or the baby. I don't know. Maybe she went further in and she got the baby and she didn't have to find it, but she she Maybe she fucking, she got the baby, but she got swept away. As well, yeah. Well, if anyone's near there and can get some photographic proof, or even a little bit of proof of you know something spooky any, going on yeah. down there, well, you um, know what to yeah, do. If you yeah. want to get involved in what's fucked up where you're from, you can send us an email. You can at at gmail dot com. Dead easy. You can just send us just a, a tale. What's going on in your neck of the woods? Is there a haunting, or maybe a paranormal, um, you know, a haunted house, or a cryptid, That's the one. or a UFO story, or anything like that? Could anything be a mystery, a weird monster, or, or you know, anything yeah. high strange. You just let us know. 
send us an email and we'll do a bit of extra investigation and see what else we can dig up. Oh, yeah. It's all good. It's like it the same Minnesota's uh, delivering at the moment. Yeah, it's a busy little place, isn't it? It's I tell you what, they're up there. They're up there in they the are. spookiest kind of weirdest uh, towns for stuff going on. Um, well, I'd like to uh, say that this episode is brought to you in part by our Patreons. Um, yes. you can, we couldn't do this without the no. help and support no. of we our listeners. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, appreciate it. We do appreciate it. What you can do is if you go over to Patreon, link yeah. in the description, oh, yeah. um, you can join up um, in yeah. a number of tiers. You can be an agent, a special agent, or be on yeah. top secret. Oh, yeah. uh, different levels and different tier groups to choose from with some excellent bonuses oh, and definitely. excellent extras. Oh, yes. We like yeah. the extras giving out. Yeah, do, extra, do. extra. Read all about it. That was so bad. It was, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> no, I yeah. don't even know why I said it because it's uh, it was from a newspaper, wasn't it? That was like what you the you know the little urchin on the street would yeah. be like extra yeah. extra get your newspaper and like prints dead. Yeah, he was like throwing laptops at people or <laughs> going for it, like you know assaulting your Kindle trying to get the your, the Sun newspaper on it. Yeah, good old days. Now all you have to do is flip your phone and go. Oh, what so I'm saying, then? yeah, it's like, like it's different oh, world, isn't it? It is. Totally well. Where Going where into, this is a great, um, you know, little topic, this, right? Now, you know, you know, it's not 100% what we'd normally do, but it's a mystery, yeah. and I love these mysteries. And, you know, when, when I heard, first heard, you know, the term, the Voynich manuscript, manuscript mm. I was like, it's the question that everybody asks, well, what what is it? Yeah. You know, and... Um, that so, seems to be the uh, issue. That is a big <laughs> issue, isn't it? Now, it is. we, obviously, we've done our best to research this, and there's quite a yeah. lot of information, so yeah. we're going to try and fit as Cram much, as, as, we much as we can. But yeah. it won't be all there, I don't Probably think. Probably not all there. We'll try yeah. and give you the but best We'll result. give you the highlights, yeah. all the best bits. Yeah. So, oh. right, anyway. So, the Voynich Manuscript is an illustrated book, yeah, yes. um, or codec, um, in an unknown writing or system of language referred to as Voynich, Voynichese. Yeah. Yeah. So the vellum or paper which is it's written on um, has actually been carbon dated to like as far back as the 15th century. And um, the, the, it indicates that on scientific sort of analysis, they reckon that it's coming from Italy. Yeah. yeah or it, Italy, was, it yeah. was made originally around about... Where was it? Western, Western, uh, Northern, North Italy, Northern yeah. Italy. Because it was so, the Arizona University that did the carbon dating. Yeah, because he did some carbon yeah. dating. So one of the reasons why the research, a lot of researchers believe that it was Italy initially is because one of the illustrations of a castle looks very s similar to the style of castles that were built at that yeah, time. Right. But also the ink and the calfskin parchment was typical of the area and time period. Yeah. So... The origins and authorship of the manuscript <clears throat> been highly debated for various reasons. You know, like um, there's been quite a, a a community in recent days since the birth of the internet that has made people more aware of the manuscript for one, but also has kind of give it more time for research. You know, yeah. um, and for reasons we'll get into into the episode because it's. This document has been kind of hidden away for much of its history. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Especially certainly. in, like, I'd say the last century. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's probably been more known in the past than it, it had been done uh, in the last, like, 
Do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah. That well, I think there's actually been around about 60... Well, we'll get into it anyway, because I think there's been about 60 interpretations or yeah. decodes. Because like I say, I think a lot of people um, like look at it as a manuscript, but what 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 is this manuscript containing? Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah, written no. in a language that nobody can understand. No. So to kind of decode it, it, does it need a cipher or is it is it kind of in a, a, a secret language? What What's the deal with it? Yeah, so it's obviously had some people look at it over the years, mm. but the I think the level of minds that have looked at it since in the last, say, half century mm. have been more more so, oh, do you yeah. know, in terms of like, I think more investigation has gone into it recently than ever before, to be honest. Yeah, um, it's such a puzzle. So, you know, the the idea of this manuscript is that it's kind of written in this language that, like I say, nobody can kind of work out. Is it a cipher or um, basically um, or a code of some description or is it containing some information that could change the, the way we think about stuff? Is yeah, it kind of scientific yeah. or is it historical you know, there's been many interpretations from people saying it's, um, you know, um, in relation to the plate that Judas give to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, weird, and it's, it's it got, like, religious uh, significance. Yeah. Um, whereas other people think it's more of a medical journal yeah. of some description. And uh, many people assume that the uh, Vonnyuk manuscript um, is basically written in an intelligible script. Um, but... No more than like half of the pages contain any text because a lot of it's got illustrations. Um, and the text itself is kind of made up of a lot of different languages, so it's got Latin alphabet, including words written in Latin, yeah, um, French, Spanish, and German, yeah, yeah, and even some words written in English. So it's a bit of a kind of a bit of a mad book, yeah, yeah. So and that and realistically, that on its own, with them different languages in there, should generally, um, as the pastor's shown, that uh, the those professionals who who look into these give you the key to actually looking at the language. But yeah, for they some do reason, it does. Or there's an accompanying yeah. like cipher that kind of cracks the code, or yeah. you know, it sounds like it does sound like something out of like a fucking Nicolas Cage movie, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like you know. But hey, well, you know what? It could give us the key to the the city of gold or wherever. I mean, because it is that strange of a book that we don't know a, a real lot about it. Well, it's Except actually where it's been passed. Through. Well, yeah, to an extent, yeah. because like I say, I mean, there was um, um, some kind of basically people were saying that the origins went back further than it did and attributed mm. it to works of certain um, scientists at the time or chemists yeah, or sure. alchemists um, that that you know when we carbon dated the 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 manuscript, it kind of wasn't in the same time period so no. there was ideas that it could have been Leonardo da Vinci's um or Good even idea. um was it um Bacon yeah so you know right. there's that some ideas of that so the famous manuscript um which was dubbed to many scholars um as one of the most um you know important um and even the Smithsonian magazine called it the world uh, the world's most mysterious manuscript um while it's and while its origins only go back well, go back centuries. Yeah. 
the story only goes back to like 1912. Yeah. Really starts there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's um, what I mean. Because the, so there's a, a kind of a period uh, of like uh, the 14th century, 15th, 16th, maybe or of it. But then after that, it's like disappeared because it's been gone to certain people. So it's going to be um, out of the uh, realms of... This is what I was talking it. about a couple of months back, though, actually. I think about, like, when antiquities... Yeah. And, um, in fact, we were talking about it last week, about kind of, That's like, right, when yeah, yeah. antiquities are found in wartime or when, like, you know, um, other countries mm. raid and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, pillage. Then artefacts generally get kind of put in private collections or sold on the black market. And it's a shame that you don't it's, see it It's weird because, like, you know, when you're kind of hiding away history yeah, and time. not allowing it to be studied and kind of understood, and this seemed to be what was happening with this. It was handed down, this codex. So yeah. the codex itself, like I say, went is dated back to at least the 14th century. Yeah. Yeah, so it's changed hands a few times. Now, we yes. can't really go into all the details, no, but we will kind of cover some during yeah. the episode. But... Like I say, the story begins really um, in the modern day version of everything. Do you yeah. know what? The more kind of re- relevant today. relevant information. Yeah, because we're re- getting more re- uh, information through uh, these centuries instead. Now, of- there's a reason why it's called the Vonnyck Manuscript because, mm-hmm. like I say, the guy who kind of it was named after, who lends its name to, was actually a Polish nationalist who had been um, basically imprisoned um, by the Russian government for his crimes against crimes and activities against the Russian Empire in the late 19th century after his release um he was him and his wife who had been basically she called him called herself his wife yeah, yeah. they've been living together since like 1895 common law wife common law wife yeah they've eventually moved to England mm. and um she basically married him in 1902. Fair enough, good right. girl. So, he's basically been making money, turning over um, antique books. Mm. Yeah, so okay, he's become yeah, a yeah. pretty prominent antiquities dealer, a book dealer, mm. um, and after a while, you know, he opened a successful shop, it was doing quite well. Doing and, good then. Well, yeah, so good that he was getting customers coming in, asking him if he can get his hands on red, Rare documents, rare manuscripts, you know, stuff yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know, were quite niche, niche or important. Yeah. yeah. So he was started kind of dabbling in this stuff. So he was doing a lot of traveling, do you yeah, know, like as you would. Ca- meeting up with kind of um, people. And c- most often than not, he'd come back with like, you know, a big selection of stuff to sell in his shop. Yeah. Obviously, business was good and he's kind of like reaping the rewards and, and be- certainly did. getting quite a reputation. Yeah. In, in the field. Growing so, business empire. wasn't before long, he kind of heard wind of a um, a deal going down in Rome. Oh, right. right. Okay. So, this was around 1912. And um, he, well, how he understood it was there was a big shipment of old documents, old manuscripts and old books, yeah, that were being auctioned off or sold, yeah, to a third party, Sounds right? Lovely. So he managed to kind of wangle his way in the deal Good and secure quite a hefty chunk, if not all of these books, right? Good, all good these man. documents and stuff. So basically, they've all been shipped to England. And in the mix was this tatty kind of book with no inscription on it. 
literally parchment and containing this mysterious language that nobody could understand or decipher, but also a vast amount of illustrations. Yeah. So the illustrations themselves were quite bizarre because they were depicting uh, plant life. Yeah, that um, don't exist, by well, the way. Well, you could Supposedly. argue that they don't exist, but you could they also say that they were medieval. And yeah. Because there's a lot of people, obviously, this is a medieval book, yeah. and it's basically a lot of these plants could have just gone extinct. Yeah, you know? that's true. They could be still growing uh, somewhere else. In fact, I w- was watching a programme the other day, and it was uh, in, um, I think, the Amazon, and it, it took, for a square metre, there would be more trees, new trees, in that square metre. I think he said something like 3,000. Yeah. Uh, in that square metre, like, if you look at uh, Britain, uh, Britain's only got 30 different species of trees. So just imagine how much that yeah. we haven't seen. Well, there. this is, again, like the Oak Island thing. I always yeah. bring back Oak Island. But, yeah, like, the idea, the, the reason why Oak Island's called Oak Island is because there was a tree, a, a, a variety of tree on the island that doesn't exist there anymore. Yeah, that's right. And it was the tall, it was literally tall standing oaks on the coast, mm. which were believed to um, signal to... Uh, sailors that they were coming out because you you could see them over the horizon yeah because they were so tall those trees aren't there anymore yeah but it's they still but they still left the evidence well there are still oak oak trees but just not that type i think yeah yeah. they weren't native to the the island if you like no so so um, so i don't know i mean these plants and stuff that are depicted in this in these in this book yeah but they don't really like you say they don't exist today Mm. um as far as we know you know, it that is a bit strange. Yeah, it is. when you when you've got a language that you can't understand, um, depictions of plant life that you don't recognise. Yeah, it starts to get into the bit of a strange sort of yeah, realms. Like, like straight away, mate. I'm not going to pull the punches. The alien thing does crop up in my head a little bit. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Because straight away, it's like you you try and kind of. You think it's fantastic. It must be something pretty fantastic. Yeah, but, but. I don't... Uh, to be honest, myself, I don't go for the alien theory, surprisingly. Well, no, as a... As a obviously, as you keep yeah, reading and getting into the yeah. into the um, the idea and the story, it does kind of, like, change in that. Yeah. But it, you do kind of, at this point, start to feel like there is some sort of alien Oh, connection. yeah, definitely, yeah. Now, Voynich actually found... He felt like he'd encountered something pretty special when he found the manuscript. Mm. And obviously you know, Very got special. kind of deep into it, trying to understand deep. what was going on with it. He actually was quoted to say, because obviously he bought this whole collection from Rome and over time he was able to sell a lot of it. But there was one book that he always retained, yeah? And, and he says one. it was such an ugly duckling, yeah, compared to the others, that it piqued his interest at once. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So the Codex was um, an unassuming book, you know. Yeah, and it, it does was, look an ugly thing. So basically, the measurements were about 8.8 inches by 6.2 inches, about 240 pages. Um, like we said earlier, that the um, the pages were kind of calf skin. Yeah. Um, right. Now they ruled out hoax because of that. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to because say because it was many be. believe that Vonnyk himself perpetrated this as a hoax yeah but that was ruled out by the fact that if it was a hoax he must have had like a, a lot of spare parchment 
all created around about the same time, just knocking around. You know, it does the all, all, every page carbon dates back to the same time period yeah, and true. of same quality and the same sort of manufacturing process. Yeah, but people who like fake now uh, use uh, certain process. I mean, like using tea bags and stuff like that. Yeah, using you can tea actually bags. use uh, everyday items to actually uh, portray um, the old style. As long as you knew how to get that paint or make that kind of well, paint. And that kind of canvas and that kind of well, this stuff, is this is what a lot of it. people believe. You see, because like in that sort of vein, you mm. know, if you were a tradesman back in the medieval times, like or an alchemist or a chemist or anything like that, yeah. then you'd want to be able to make your concoctions, your medicines or whatever. You know, That's maybe right. you've got a bad memory. Maybe you need to write all this stuff down, but you don't want people discovering it and being able to steal your business. That's true. It's not like today when they can go, oh, well, are you qualified dentist? Yeah. And you go, uh, no, but my mate showed me how to do it. Yeah, I could it's pull like, a tooth out, You know, back in the medieval times, if you found a book on how to make up a medicine, then you could call yourself a doctor. Oh, yeah, you know quite I mean? easily. I mean, easily steal your trade. Yeah, even I mean? if you didn't actually have the right stuff, you could call yourself the doctor as long as you were trying to treat someone. Well, apparently, it once was in the possession of Holy Roman Emperor uh, Rudolf II. Oh, yeah. Who bought it for 60 golden um, dacats. And that's a lot. That was like nearly half the kingdom's money. Now, he believed time. that it was written by uh, the scientist Roger Bacon. But that's obviously, right. Roger Bacon was in the 12th century, according to uh, the New Yorker. That, um, but then again, could um, their time be wrong? It. You know what? what I mean? Their, their timing, could there be timing off? I mean, I science know. always changes. So you could say that actually, in a, let's say in a couple of more years, they find something and it goes, actually, Bacon could have actually been there. And it's just that timing of you know, getting things together. It's always there. Oh, yeah. Whether it be Kevin. Bacon. Or, or Roger. Or Bacon. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> or Vonnyuk. Bacon. bacon. Yeah. Vodnik sounds like a bacon brand. Vodnik would actually end up researching the manuscript for the rest of his life. That's right. But never actually coming close to understanding its meaning. Um, he did kind of collaborate with a few people. Some people claimed, they claimed, mm -hmm. throughout wild claims that they actually cracked it. E but yeah. they were quickly debunked. They quickly um, actually kind of... So this is the thing, you see, since... Um, it, the internet, it's become like um, a bit of kind of well-known now. So there's a lot of people researching it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, um, trying to crack it. So there's a lot more... Um, Chance of cracking Well, it. no, there's a lot more theories coming out, yeah. That's and right. there's a lot of people, and um, we'll get into some of the theories later on, but yeah. obviously, um, you know, it's... it's if it it's one of those, it, it comes to back to one of those things there where it's like, you know, people go on about the second coming of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, but if, if he actually did turn up and go, I'm here, I'm Jesus, they'd lock him away. That Do you know what I mean? so true, they, yeah. So it's like one of these theories could be correct, but because it's not as fantastic as everyone hoped it might be, they go, ah, no, that can't be it. Yeah, because there's nothing behind it. Uh, uh, the I suppose proof of the dramatic. Uh, I mean, like if I, if Jesus rolls, he'd probably go, well, give us a fish. I'll get you a couple more fishes if you want, or give me some water. I'll get you some wine. I'll just go, you know I mean? Jesus. Teach yeah. a man to fish. Yeah. Don't need you. Yeah, yeah. We've <laughs> got a fishing rod, man. Anyway, um, well, uh, anyway, until he's deaf, the manuscript was obviously. Um, you know, looked at by 
uh, Von Yick, he, he kind of yeah. was really in, into it, in like depth. in terms of like the research and trying to understand it. He believed that it was actually contained some more science. That he thinks that it was the medieval sort of science or magic. Yeah, okay, was in yes. in in this book. Right. Well, thinking words are powerful. There was another quote where he basically says, you know, that this book once, well, the knowledge he knows or the knowledge he possesses once unlocked will um, basically put modern day science to shame, is what he was suggesting about this book. So he had high hopes for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then his dedication went above and beyond. Oh, definitely. I mean, really. he was so obsessed with the book. So by the time he died, he'd obviously made arrangements for where it was going to go. After, ah, right? okay, yeah. So Looking he actually, <clears throat> he actually, he had um, an employee who um, I forget her name now. Do you know what? I'm terrible because I was meaning to write it down and I didn't. Let's yeah. call her Joe Doris. Let's Doris. call her Doris. Oh, let's call yeah. her Doris. So yeah. Doris, yeah, right. She might actually be called. Yeah, uh, and I think she's called Cracking like girl. Anna or Anna. Yeah, I think she's called Anna Ma. I think or something like that. Yeah, or some. Yeah, I think she's called Anna Nar or Ma. Let's call her Anna. Right. Well. Um, she was basically working at the book book depository or in the offices, mm. yeah. And I think he actually ended up being in a sort of relationship with her by the end of the Second World War, ah. right? But obviously, there was not much kind of like real passion or relationship left with his wife. But they, were, of mind. but they had a bit of an amicable sort of kept married, yeah, yeah. And obviously, when he died, she took ownership of the shop of course. and moved into an apartment with Anna, yeah, right. who was joint custodian of the book. He'd oh, actually wow. left it to his wife and his um, mate or her mate. Yeah, one of the. Well, don't not hundred percent sure what the relationship was there. Well, you never. Know. Um, but basically, so he's left to these two mm. with the instructions that they weren't allowed to sell it. Right. Uh, to a third party unless, you know, they both okay. agreed to it yeah. or, you know, they got the price he was asking, right, right which was $100,000 at the time. Whoa, that's immense. Because he believed it to be that uh, that, that insignificant importance, yeah. So, well, then why didn't he send it to the science? Well, then again. Well, this is the thing because, like, you know, if, if a university or an independent um, body is interested in your book, yeah, or mm. in your manuscript, yeah, by giving them the look at it, it takes away all its power. That it takes away its, um, you know, its rarity. It takes away its value. Yeah. So as a bookseller, he's basically thinking, right? I've got a rare, rare document here. Yeah. They let people analyze it. They take photocopies. They take, um, they they start um, looking into it too much, but and then all of a sudden, it's it's. It's been being written down in journals. It's being photographed. And it's it's losing at. its it's losing its um, sort of specialness, if you like. Well, it's yeah, but it, it needs a, a, as many people are trying, you know, break this. Oh, I understand possible, that. So yeah, I totally understand that. that. It, but it, these these people out there who are more about the money yeah, and about yeah, how how this can bring them, them fortune yeah. rather than basically just giving it to the world because it belongs to the world in terms of, like, significance, yeah, historical yeah. value, any of that. But I kind of think that it might be... be you re, uh, We're reading it the wrong way. How, they, well, I'm sure they, they are, because no be one's a, cracked well, it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if they've had the idea that uh, they're reading it the wrong way, and I don't mean, like, upside down, inside out and all that, I mean, 
the way to read it. You need a certain oh, substance yeah. to read it. Like if you had a yellow card in front of it, it'd bring up blah, no, blah, blah. No, it's funny, blam, actually, because I had like a bit of an idea what that could be. Because, you know, like when there's always, if you're thinking codex, yeah. right? Now, obviously, this 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 language is made up of different, um, like, characters from different different languages supposedly or yeah. you know these bits of this bits of that and 20, the other uh, 20 right? to 25 uh, known letters now vodnik himself never as far as i know um you know put anything out out into the world in terms of like um like um, evidence uh, no no you know any any other support because it was a letter mm. that was delivered with the book yeah tucked in its pages but like basically that was a letter basically telling the next guy What's where he it? got it and yeah. what what it was and he didn't have any information about it but it was like oh i hope you can get more uh, more out of it than i did sort of thing yeah you know now, but, you sort of read my mind there go on because literally well i was, I was uh, the next thing i was going to say what I'm saying is, is he vodnik himself if it was a hoax i mean vodnik nick wouldn't be putting the cipher out because he didn't create the book he just owned it yeah but could there been uh, be an accident as in there was a letter with it, or maybe two letters with it. Possibly. And it, it, uh, a bit of wind or something. Well, no, and it's but moved you're thinking about it in the wrong way as like well, that. because, do you know, like, um, there was old um, ways of kind of hiding secret messages throughout yeah. the years have totally changed. So in terms of ciphers and codes and, like, having a code-breaking system, then, you know, it's adapted and it's changed and it's got more complex, but... Even the sense that they used to get a, a wooden stick, mm. right, and then wrap ribbon or, or cloth around the stick yeah, and yeah. write on the ribbon yeah. lengthways. So when you unraveled the ribbon, yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. But Until if you, you wrap it, again. yeah, but it had to be the same thickness of stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you wrapped it around the wrong thickness of stick, it'd realign wrong and it wouldn't make any yeah, sense. Won't be able to make yeah, it, yeah. So the ways. That it's like you can incorporate. So you like I say, the book might be one like the lock, yeah, but the key could be something totally the different. Key is the, it doesn't the, necessarily the mean it, no. to be another piece of text or another um, letter or another and manuscript. It can't be technology. I wouldn't have thought. Oh either. no, it was medieval. Yeah, it, yeah. But so then it again, was rather it something physical. Yeah. So it was rather another manuscript that accompanied it that cracked it, like yeah. a key. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or it was a something physical that contained the key, yeah. Or the biggest book that was sold around the world, well, no. everywhere, the Bible, could there be a connection between True, that on yeah, the language? yeah, there's always a Bible knocking around, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, and, like, you know, that is, like, one of the um, uh, uh, books well, that if, gone if through history. Well, if Vodnik actually did discover something, they could have hid it in his wife's book... Yeah, yeah, because his wife actually there, did write a novel. She she was um, an Irish-born British writer. Um, is Ethel Vodnik? Yeah, but uh, she published a novel in um, eighteen ninety-seven. But and he, it was a romance, apparently, about rev a revolutions, romance, and heroism. But he couldn't tell her much anyway, because if he didn't have the key to the answer to it, he couldn't put it in the book. And that was called the Gadfly, if the, anyone was interested. The Gadfly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, she basically kept the book um, with the instructions. It was locked away. It was in a safety deposit box in a bank for about 30 years. Yeah. So he put away. It man. remained there until her death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everything was passed on to Anna, or whatever she was called, Anne. Yeah. Yeah. We'll nah. Yeah. yeah. And... Nah. 
Right? I was like, Nana. She she <laughs> was every everything went back to her, yeah. So yeah. this was around 1960, right? right so okay. this book's been been around, but pretty much hidden away for the last half a decade. Yeah. yeah. Um. Obviously, Vodnik never really showed it to anybody. No. Uh, they tried Mr. to sell Trek, it. Man. Yeah, but didn't have any kind of luck. Do you know, because they couldn't get the asking price and they were told unless they got the asking price into stipulations in the will that yeah, they that, couldn't yeah. sell it. Same right? museum, I would have gone well, to. When, well, when she so. kind of inherited it, yeah. she did what they couldn't do. She managed to sell it after a what, while. for 100 million? Well, no, she didn't get 100 million for right. it. But well, no, she, she wanted 100, cheap. I think they wanted 100,000 for it. Right. Yeah, but she ended up getting about a quarter of that. So I think they paid about 24,000. Well, for when the, you need money. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, mate, yeah. back in the 1960s, 24,000 was a lot of cheddar. Do you and know she's what been I mean? held on to it for a, a while as well. Yeah. Well, at so. the end of the day, you've got to look. Well, yeah, because she died about three months later. Oh. So she didn't really get to enjoy the money anyway. Well, then again, she might have enjoyed quite a lot of the money to the end. You know. So, uh, well, besides, she spent it on? she's basically like, you know, ended up selling it on, right? Yeah. But the next guy who got it, Right, who was basically like an investor. He was trying to, you know, make it turn yeah, make around turn and all the rest it, of yeah. it. He ended up getting stumped with it in the same way Vodnik did. Okay, yeah, he right. couldn't sell it. Yeah, and yeah. he ended up passing it around and trying to get rid of it. But he ended up, in the end, donating the book to um, the Yale Library. Yeah. Right, yeah. Where, which where it stays today is it still is. there and it's being kind of researched and people are allowed to check it out and go and, you yeah. know, um, have a look and try and crack the code, which is the Vodnik Manuscript Mystery. Um, a bit a about the book itself. Uh, the manuscript appears to have seven separate sections, yeah. um, which are botanical, um, astronomy, um, cosmology, oh, yeah, the zodiac, yeah. botanical um, and pharmaceutical, and the last section is recipes. Um, so it's oh, broken what? down into kind of quite a lot. I mean, like I say, it's a codex. So when you look at it, it's almost like somebody's depiction of what they're seeing on a planet. Yeah. So you've got, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, depictions of what birds and plant life they've seen and that's yeah. what kind of helps on the alien kind of aspect well i think when you get into the start because like i say there was an astronomy section and a zodiac section which where most of the star um, signs were represented but slightly off yeah so they could be rather seen from a different point in space potentially that's, another planet that's, that's true. or they were just the fact that they didn't have sophisticated enough instruments to document them accurately yeah, yeah yeah that is possible so, so possible you know, there's a lot to say that, but I mean, I couldn't rule the alien bit out because, like I say, there are yeah. um, there are theories that this could have been um, a, a stranded alien who was depicting his final days of life on this planet he's found himself on with no technology to get himself home. He's basically stuck here. You know what? Yeah, yeah. There, that you know, I, I, it, it's plausible. It is. Uh, it, there would be a percentage there to say uh, now, yes. Now, what do you think about the illustrations in the book? Because, like I say, the book itself is covered. It's littered with illustrations of plants. Of of um, there's even a dragon in there. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, a dragon eating dragon one of the plants. Thing. Yeah. Um, there's uh, cherubs. There's a lot of baths, isn't yeah, there? And a lot of naked. Women. So there's a lot of yeah, I know. It kind of looks like some sixth form students yeah. just been doodling his exercise book. 
but then if you look at like Leonardo da Vinci's notebooks where he's got kind of like um, illustrations around the text yeah that's how it's sort of laid out in the book yeah that, so yeah, yeah. um there's even right. been like authors that have kind of tried to mirror this codec idea by doing random gobbledygook text and, and drawing work. um nice illustrations with it yeah. as um as a sort of like text from another planet you know, to as a market employee to sell a book, okay. you know, which is quite cool. But they based it off this codec, you know, off the yeah. off the Vodnik manuscript. Yeah. Um, I think like as you get into the sections and you start realizing like what level of detail that must have been going into this, yet nobody yeah, can understand right. what it is actually that's talking same, about. Yeah. But so, then you've got like things like curls with like green, you know, like doing a D, and you've got like a green. It's like funny actually because do you know? Do you know? Whenever I look at the manuscript, do you know what it mm. reminds me of? What? Do you know when you get um like you'll you'll draw something as a kid, yeah. like or you or you kind of like I say you're drawing your exercise book or something yeah. like that. And then your little sister comes along with the crayons and goes, yeah, hey, and, go, yeah. and scribbles or tries colouring it in. And you come back and go, oh, that was my Beano annual. You fucked it. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. True. Yeah, you've just crudely coloured it in. Yeah, because the illustrations are not that bad. Yeah, yeah not, some, some yeah. of the women in the baths are all right. Well, yeah, yeah ba- but most baby. of them, I must admit, but, like, they're, they're quite, um, you know, surreal or sati- satirical or if you like. Do you know, if you think of those satirical comic strips in like the New York Times. Yeah, yeah. That's a sort of illustration I see there. But then when you look at the, the colouring in techniques compared to the actual drawing, yeah, well, it's quite childish it's like someone's come in and painted it after the fact like they didn't want it painting someone's just painted it like some yeah, someone's handed it to a child and went that'll keep you quiet for an hour <laughs> do you know what i mean true but then you've got things there like uh that look like fallopian tubes and stuff like that and that's why like well uh, that's why i think a lot of people believe it to be a medical, medical journal yeah, for or, women well specifically yes, for women specifically. i mean like i said earlier i think if you were a chemist or an alchemist and you wanted to keep all your stuff secret then you would kind of try and disguise it like that. I just know what the dragon meant. Why? Why do you think it was specifically for women? Because of the the depictions of the women in the baths. Uh, uh, not just that. Um, also, uh, it ba- seems bathing like the in the baths bath. of like um, uh, uh, women's parts, basically of the. Uh, yeah. The so, like body. the the the. This is it, because the baths that they're bathing in are all different shapes, different sort of, like, tubes and all sorts of stuff. It's pretty pretty kind of strange. Yeah. It's a bit weird. This was the conclusion of uh, a guy called uh, Nicholas Gibbs uh, about 2017. That's what he reckoned. And that was also, like, by Quash, basically. They actually went, actually, no, it can't work because of this, this, and this. But then again, who's to say that... I reckon we've missed a trick somewhere along the line where actually someone who's turned around and gone, no, it can't be that, and it really is. Right, but okay. it was just, you know, they've misinterpreted, say, uh, uh, a part of it and thought it was one thing or it meant one thing to him or the way he's read it. And it's, and I do think we have missed something there. There has to be. I think the key is within the book. Well, well, apparently, like, the researchers call one of the sections the balneg balneological which Ooh. is having to do with bathing 
Yeah, because there's a lot. There's of a lot bathing. of it in there. There is a lot of bathing. You know. So anyway, so it's kind of like I said, it's defined into about a, f- a few sections. Yeah. Um. You know, when he was kind of trying to sell the manuscript, trying to work it out. Mm. Um, like I said earlier, he, he did say that he will prove to the world that the black magic of the Middle Ages um, will be basically discovered and it'll be far in advance of the 20th century science. That was his exact quote. Um, he didn't he didn't do it, though, did he? Yeah, and, and, and uh, I've really got a question. Is, it, is this book all that... So powerful. I well, mean, yeah, the word means maybe the word, the, uh, uh, because the word appa- really well, powerful, apparently it was given to the the f- one of the first owners was given it because he cured a king of an ailment that yes. nobody else could cure him of, and as a reward, in, he fell in his favor. He ended up becoming quite um, famous. And actually, yeah. there was an add-on into the book which not a lot of people know is actually not the a lot first of page know that. is actually if you get a uh, black light you can actually yeah that's read. the guy that's the guy who saved his life yeah, yeah. He, they, they did some chemical analysis on it and they looked into it like with uh, modern day telescopes te- yeah, te- yeah jaffascopes and yeah. all that stuff yeah. jaffascopes well they, I thought it's they like were a, for jaffa cakes a jaff, that's exactly <laughs> what they thought yeah, yeah they like, thought there was a jaffa cake in the middle of it it's to jaffa cakes to that's make right. sure they're just doing what they should yeah and they should um so, yeah, they're looking into it with um, all those types of scopes, yeah, right? Yeah. And they did, they found a name, and it turned out to be the guy who was the, the surgeon or the alchemist yeah. to... Fixed uh, to He's to probably the, the last man or person, let's say, that has actually knows the, uh, uh, the way to read it. No, and he then, didn't know because he did actually, he tried... Right now, a lot of people have tried to decode this. And how's he he cured the king if he had, if he said he used no, this No, because book? this is he didn't use the book. Ah, right. Okay. He, he just he was just good at what he did. Right, right? and he but was he able to the cure book. the cure the king by and using his own skills. But as a reward, he basically gave him the book. Right. Or okay. Part payment. Yeah. It's like, a puzzle. I shall <laughs> give you book. the book. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, like, there's a lot in there that kind of makes it makes people believe that it's a medical journal of some description and not yeah. unfortunately from the stars or it could Potions be a medical book from an alien who crashed here and went oh well i've got a, you know i've got my first aid yeah that's you need an hand. The, the, the reason i don't uh, uh i believe it's alien either to be honest is like if you check out the uh, descriptions of when people actually have gotten near alien craft or technology it's more symbolism instead of well, you this know, is it words. though it's how you kind of well there is well, a, lot there a lot of symbolism in the, there's a lot of symbolism in the book yeah. this is the thing there's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. kind of depictions of, of things pictographs yeah. if you like which obviously you know look at the ancient Egyptians who use pictographs yeah, all the time yeah. in terms yeah. of telling a story and we used to you get know, it wrong as well until we it's how you it decipher on. and how you read that story yeah. is the totally the thing you see because obviously we, the like we said there's a lot of text in there but it's there all jumbled up languages and no definitive you know well, a crack say, of yeah. this code has ever been done and like I said these been so many people yeah. trying to crack it even Alan there was Turing. Alan Turing yeah. cra- tried to crack it there yeah. was um, a colonel who was basically um, in charge of breaking the Japanese 
cold. Um, yeah. Colds in World War Two. Yeah. He had access to this um, document for a while. Yeah. He and he basically put a lot of work into yeah. it. He believed that he was on his way to cracking it. And then after he basically, after the World War Two started, he had to put it down for a bit. Yeah, he was a bit but busy. They got the job done quite quick. Yeah. Um, uh, and he went basically sat down and said, oh, I've got, um, you know, something else we could be working on. I've got a puzzle for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they ended up being the first study group on yeah. the topic. Yeah. yeah. And ever since, he tried to kind of get another group going because it was like the greatest minds had never sat down to try and ponder what this thing is. Yeah. It's always been a lone person, yeah, literally alone with his thoughts, scratching his head going, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah, well, a group could uh, actually work Try and work it out and work more efficiently to try and break the code, you know, and you know how it is when you get a bit tired. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, there'd be a lot of people as well uh, uh, in, in the science where they're interested in one major part well that they didn't even think of what the next scientist is uh, doing with and uh, it could actually be a connection without even they could be totally miles apart but it t- just takes that little conversation to go well actually that could work with this i wonder when and then next level next level once it's the communication through it on the science man. Well, we've talked about the f- the herbs and we've talked about the baby and ladies, oh, yeah. but in the sort of um, astrology section of the manuscript, yeah. um, that's quite interesting because, like we say, as apparently the New Yorker pointed out that the diagrams um, in there of the zodiac, um, you know, are there, but they don't really really match up. And there's charts in there that do not correspond to any known calendar, right? They've also said that, obviously, um, in the book, it all folds out, you know, this big centrefold with all these star charts, yeah, Yeah. which is... A lot of work went into this book for it to be all handwritten. Yeah, yeah, totally. And to kind of not... Why would you hide? Why would you go to such lengths? I mean, if it was just some sort of chemist who was like, right, I don't want anyone to, to um, find my my secrets or learn how to make my fantastic zit cream or whatever, you then... What? I just thought of an that's idea great, of but how it could have been he's, done. He's by, if, if that is the case, by accident, he's created one of the biggest mysteries ever known to man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just on an but off chance, just I, on a whim. I'm thinking, could it be for a way a, For a laugh. If, right... Let's say I give you a book. I want you to write gibberish, just anything, do any kind of drawings, right? What, and, and try and pass it off as some no, random... Just, and not uh, not a lot, just a, a little bit here and there. And then I go to Jay and go, uh, you do some drawings. No, because that. the difference is... I actually got the key and I actually saw about 10 people in. I turn around and then I put my information in. It mixes it up in different ways. Oh, right, ways yeah. So do you think it was a correlation of people? Yeah, And that's why been. you've got different... But you could do that with different languages. You could just, like, pass the book to different languages and do a bit of code in that language, and then yeah, two that letters on... Different two letters on do another English... Say English, two letters on do fucking Greek, two letters in do German. Yeah. But then again... It, unless you know which order you're doing the languages in, well, then you, you, it's it's impossible it. to break the code. That's yeah, and if he's used to time. using the code, then he can probably read that fluently anyway. And not yeah. only that, if computers 
can't even do it, no, and yeah, they're supposed to be the massive mind of our generation, then what hope have we got? Well, this is it. Unless you can kind of equate it to anything, then there's nothing really I mean, you can kind you of think about it, from it. Billion, I mean, a computer can do like billions of like processes at, at once within a short amount of, uh, of time. Now, um, surely that if there was really a code there, that it would have been broke by now. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's only got to be so many things that can happen within that book. Unless it there is, like you say, there is another book uh, that needs to be joined with it. Or there might be a number of them, for all we know, with the amount of people, who, uh, rich people who are actually putting them away. Yeah. Uh, or even uh, through uh, fam- uh, family um, heirlooms and stuff like that. And, like, you know... We've had that uh, all this time. We're keeping it in the attic. Uh, we never really look at it. It's gibberish. It might actually have a connection well, to it. Well, what's this about then? Because um, in the Smithsonian magazine, mm. they basically um, talk about the women, the nude women referred to as nymphs. Yeah. Um, they say these indeterminate animals um, as yeah, digitised right. vi- versions of the, um, the document show. Um, there are there are charts with women in um, circles, um, holding stars. Yeah. So mm. these are kind of why are these women so significant? So what have, what of these star? What have they got to do with these certain stars that these nymphs are holding? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, so could be these, Mother Earth. Well, I understand if it's you talking about kind of like right. Well, these combinations of herbs mixed together will help this lady problem. Yeah. Yeah, right. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And if that is what the document's about, then, you know, medicines for certain... And old medicines. Certain that. certain medical problems, then then that makes sense. But when it comes into star charts and you've got like, oh, well, we've got the same nymph woman and now she's holding a star, but it's not, you know, it's a specific star. It's not just like... She's, it's for decoration, or maybe it is. meaning in in that area. Is it, or isn't it? This is the thing. There's too many variables for anyone to ever fucking decipher the bastard thing. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we've had great minds on it. Fantastic minds on it, and it still hasn't. I mean, it's so perplexing that NASA even posted a call for people to try and figure out what the hell it was going on. And if there was any specific meaning behind the charts, um, especially like with the astrology charts, um, and that's obviously connected and made people come out with a lot of alien conspiracy theories as well. Yep. So, that's which is quite bizarre because obviously, well, if the, the if if it's unexplainable, then surely it must be the diary of a marooned alien on this planet. But charts might be able to tell you when these plants grow or not and stuff like this. Well, actually. I don't know because obviously, though, those are the kind of star charts sort of thing. Yeah. You know, but obviously, um, because obviously it contains a language that nobody can read, no. um, it's not basically, plants aren't found on the planet. No. Um, and it's, uh, it's such an ancient manuscript, yeah, which has obviously got a lot of intelligence behind it. Yeah, it does make people that believe ancient, that it is aliens. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it is ancient, but to, uh, realistically, with the technology and stuff, 
Well, that's why. Well, no, this, yeah, but back then, imagine you're an alien, you're flying around, chugga, 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 in your little spaceship, yeah, little three-seater. I've got a big one. A little one-seater. One-seater? No, not plain. Convertible. Convertible. All right, then. Sporty. Boo-boo, boo-boo. It's got turbo on it. Whatever, yeah. It's got a catalytic converter. Don't forget the dice in the wind. It's got air con. It's got a little, aircon as well. It's got yeah. a DVD player, VD player. VD player, yeah. yeah I'll so it's got all the mod cons, right? And you're cruising around, yeah. But the, whoever sold it to you mm. didn't tell you that the electrics were going to go. Oh, bastard. Yeah, we've all oh, been there. Some more than most. Man. Space dealers, man. So yeah, your electrics have gone. You're fucked. And you see a little bluey green planet over there and you think, right, I'll have to go there, yeah. Yeah, it looks right. nice. Right. Well, the, I'm hoping. The sensors are saying that there's a civilization down there. I'm going in. <laughs> Fucking right? joking, are you? Boo doo doo doo. <laughs> crash landing. Yeah. You get in there and you see a castle. You go knocking on the door. Go, excuse me, mate. Have you got an AA around here? Is there any? Is a quick fit? Well, you want knocking on my castle. I think castle I, need, and, 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 and I need an MOT. Yeah. And then they go, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Electric hasn't even been invented yet. Yeah. And it, then they go, oh, bugger. Yeah. Gives you yeah. book. I'm By this point. The fucking the spaceship bust. Yeah, yeah. Can't, fit, can't be fixed. Can't even turn. No, it's not even turning no, over now. No, battery's wrong. It's not cold. Right, it's cold, so we can't even get his homing beacon out <sighs> to try and get his. You know what it's I mean? It's a dilemma, isn't it? It's marooned, really a dilemma. marooned. It right. Is. What do you do? I walk round and find some goats or sheep. You find yourself a bit of real I make estate. Some paper. Yeah, <laughs> and you chill. Yeah, and you go. Do you know what? I buy that house. I'll, I'll have to live Buy here. it, you have to make it back You then. have to build it, yeah. yeah so yeah. you build yourself a little cottage and you yeah. live your life. And yeah. then he's gone around with Eight his taxes. notebook going, what is this? It's a sheep. I shall document it. And there's no sheep in there, but there are goats. That's true. But then again, you could also say that he did it on a different planet where, let's yeah, say, Yeah, that planet could have Lesbos. been the planet he was from and yeah. that's why we don't recognise any of the fauna. Yeah, and then he's flown here, he's gone... I'd rather they did have a this castle. nice little place. Well, it's funny that they had an and Italian castle. He could have just dropped his book, couldn't he, and just gone, oh, damn. But it could have been a combination you, you, you of the two. Yeah, it could have been like, well, I, uh, you know, he could be like an intergalactic traveller and he says, you know, like, well, oh, yeah. like your notebook. He was like, oh, I picked it up on Earth. Yeah, Made a goat. Yeah, yeah. yeah Made yeah. a calf, that. Yeah. Real calf. Real. Can't get that on Vogue Bar 8. Yeah, no. Maybe, maybe Scott T, but Well, you there know. you go. So, yeah. Well, enough jibber-jabber. Yeah. Getting into it. So, yeah. So, I mean, what do you think of the whole Vodnik manuscript? I mean, like, you know... It, yeah, very interesting. Very com- it's, complex. It's been a lot of kind of um, theorising yeah. about this yeah. um, topic. For a start, I mean, there's been up to about 60. Um, 60 different interpretations and claims that they've sussed it, clocked it. And you know what? A lot of... Completed uh, it, mate. Vodnik cold, mate. Completed it. A lot of science can come through when people go back to the old studies of um, uh, the documents. Like, we've, like, the 60 people who've said, well, this is what I think. Now, in there, they could be the actual answer, but because it's only come out a little bit at a time, is your car alarm going off my, again? I've so unprofessional. It. I know, I know. My car right, is a pain in well, uh, but the neighbours love me. Talking about, um, you know, the the manuscripts mm. text, yeah. One thing I didn't say, which I was saving. Oh, right, we're saving this. It's, yeah, because, like, you were talking about, like, you know, other bits of writing that are in there, and there's a signature in there that yeah. somebody's popped in. We talked about there was a letter yeah. that was involved. Was. Now, 
you know, a lot of this text, or in fact, all this text is un, you know, cipherable. Nobody can work out what it says. Yeah. Apart from one bit, there's one te- bit of text in the book that people can actually and have successfully um, translated. And right? I've got a funny feeling they are wrong. Well, this is actually dead easy because it's yeah. just a mix of Latin and German. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. been it's been translated. Um yes. and you know, like Probably. but it doesn't relate to any other text in the book. Yeah. Which Apart from one te- one character, because apparently one yeah. character is te- related to the rest of the text in the book. So Which that is must crazy, have a really, double meaning then. Yeah. Is that oh, I don't know. Could be. Could be a double meaning. I mean, I'm no crypto, I'm no linguistics well, expert, no, or just, you know, car, you know. Well, you wouldn't want to be I'm honest. To be honest, you'd be, what are you going to do if you're being paid that highly to do this every day? Yeah. Well, or this I, is the I'd thing. Then you don't even have to be a modern genius or any any sort of no, genius yeah, because modern technology hasn't even got an answer. No. Um, you know, with the ever growing number of researchers and the high resolution imagery, imagery and scans and all the rest of it. Yeah. You'd think that. We would have got this by now, do you know what I mean? Easy but like piece. obviously the Vodnik manuscript just just keeps just, on bamboozling. Yeah, keep saying no. Um, not reading me, mate. So a couple of the um well, I was having a look through because he's about sixty plus yeah, and it's getting on now where people have claimed they've clocked it and said that it, they knew what it was. And we've got Tim Atkinson who be, was quite sure that it was um a Welsh English or old Cornish from the 7th or 8th century AD. Okay. Which is, um, sounds, do you know what? It sounds like when you've got like um, a radio phone in and you've got a load of people who've rang in with the wrong answer. Well, um, yeah, So you've got Jim yeah. Child who says it was Indo-European linguistics or he's or an Indo-European linguistic expert yeah. who had been studying um, since the 1970s. He says he's been studying since the 1970s. And he says it's um, early German language. Well, well, I, 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 I wouldn't say I, w- I wouldn't say that's right. So um, we've got um, Ian von Danken. I think mm. that's a German name. Um, covered think. the Vonnyck manuscript in his two thousand and nine book, "The History Is uh, That History Is Wrong," and he linked the book to the Book of Enoch, um, where wow. the whole load of other things. Uh, you know what that? You know what? Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd say that was a bit more closer to what the answer would be. Uh, to be honest, myself. well, like I say, there's been loads of translations from Hebrew to, um, you know, uh, German and like Gaelic, uh, Gaelic and loads of kind of other language in Bible stories and all, all sorts. New, everywhere. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those until we know we know. And it, 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 if Some the clever keys, dick if out the there. key's gone, then I don't see how we'll ever work it out. But it'll always be one of those mysteries that um, you know will keep keep making keep people's us guess. heads going. Yeah, yeah, it'll keep us guessing regardless. Well, and, I, don't, um, I, I hope it ain't going to be a long, 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 long mystery because, like you know, it's going to start you know fading away. Uh, well, it can't even do at if some you, point because, like well, I say, yeah. it's being kept in in one of the most Secure libraries, uh, yeah, the Yale, the Yale the process, Library, um, and being studied. So I mean, like, there's always going to be a renewed interest in it. I think. Yeah. I think there's always going to be somebody who goes. Do you know what? Could be. I want to be the guy who solves that. See, I think it's possibly. Yeah. Well, that is true. I think it's possibly like someone's. Uh, there's a village, and someone within that village 
doesn't leave the village and goes round and does like this this with their language within that village and then it's left the village and then other people can't interpret it because that village is gone and destroyed now and the language has been destroyed maybe well like i said edith sherwood believes that the um document was created by a very young leonardo da vinci even well, though he was left-handed and the book is yeah. um, appears to be written right, in a right-handed form. Hey, well, he could have been... Ah, he could have had double, it. you know what I mean? This could is have the been thing, you know, both. there's so much history into this. Smart I one. think, obviously, if, if we have piqued your interest in this... Yeah, um, take a look at it. Do go and have yeah. a look. There's plenty of documentaries and yeah. stuff that you can go and check out. And I'm sure you'll find loads more to it oh, yeah, than we have as yeah. delivered tonight. But we're running out of time, so that is it for the moment on that. We might revisit this and have a comeback on this one one yeah, day. Yeah, see, uh, see what we've missed and uh, uh, probe it a little bit more and see if anyone's actually cracked it in Indeed. a couple of years' time. Yeah. yeah, well. Here we go. We've got a promo uh, for you today. Um, it's from a podcast called The True Crime Podcast. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. A true crime. And we've got a promo for you. Here you go. Hey, it's Jennifer Snap here, host of the Oh Snap, a True Crime podcast. In this podcast, I focus on the life and memory of the lives taken at the hands of history's most notorious murderers, as well as those lesser known to the public eye. My mission is to give the victims and their loved ones the respect they deserve. You can find Oh Snap wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, my loves, snap out of it. Well, thank you, Oh Snap, uh, a true p- crime podcast for um, dropping us your promo. And you sure. can do the same by sending us your promo to neverstraightanswer at gmail.com. Um, we might, might play it on the show. We'll send you ours in return. So it's not all one sided, you know. Nope. Yeah, you know, a bit of cross promotion. Yeah. I'm making That's up it. words tonight, left, right, and centre. It's all good. It's hey, like, why not? It's only half past why three not? in the it's morning. It's happened before and I mean. it's gone no, in I'm the saying. dictionary. I'm saying. Yeah. Well. Is that the, well, we've got the news. We have. I was just about to say, yeah, is, that, yeah. is that the end of the show? No. So it can't be. Can't be. Can't no. be. We've got loads left. Well, we, we, we have. And then due course, in fact, now, we've yeah. got the news. It's the news. I knew we had, I knew we had summit to do. Yeah. It wasn't. We weren't there yet. Yeah. Well, well as always, as a normal every day, every week occurrence, yeah. We've scoured the World Wide Web to find you the best and the most entertaining bits of news junket oh. we can find. And this week hasn't disappointed. Um, I believe that you've got... Uh, have you got a story to start us off with, or am I making that up? Uh, no. Well, uh, I've, got, I've got this story about Ian Botham. Ah, legendary, the yeah. Legendary cricket. Yeah, he was great, mate. Man. What was he on adverts for? Uh, because he was a great No, bowler. no, but he was on an advert in particular. What was it? Oh, right. Um, you know what? I can't remember. You know what? You should have reminded me. I will have to Google yeah. that because it literally just popped into my head. Well, Ian Botham, he's basically joined um, an activist. activist. It was Special K. Was it Special K? Maybe. Yeah, um, we're getting near it. I can sniff a truffle. Well, that's, it's got nothing to do with um, what you we're know, talking about. With what we're talking <laughs> we about. We just want to know I'm now. Just, I'm just actually super interested now. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what it was he was trying to advertise? Was I just want to see if it was shredded wheat. Oh, that was it. Say that. Ian Bolton, ab- yeah. advocate of shredded yeah. wheat. Yeah. Those bundles of bad goodness. taste, mate. Bad well, taste. Well, Ian Bolton, although we like shredded wheat. 
Um, he's basically be he's got involved in um, an alliance All right. to disrupt um, a law that might potentially be coming in ah. um, that recognises animals having feelings. Oh, that's a bit of a dodgy one, that one, is Yeah, chickens have feelings yeah. too, guys. So, yeah, wow. They get the, obviously, cows sit around waxing the meaning of life. Farmers they, are in they, trouble. They, they, they get the feelings hurt if they say they got a bum looks big in this. Yeah, dog homes are in trouble. Farmers well, are in trouble. Uh, well, well, this is a lobby to protect um, animals, believing, like, obviously, um, animal welfare, welfare as sentient. Um, the sentient bill will ensure the principle that animals are sentient and would be well, yeah, uh, treated as such, you know, and um, this this bill would be basically... Uh, it does kind of put a lot of animals into, you know, well, can we not... To, we are not allowed to eat those animals now because, oh, like, yeah. you know, we're not... We, well, they're, they're considered sentient. You wouldn't kill a sentient animal. Which well, that's it. Well, sentient's just alive, isn't it? No, I mean, we, we know We know animals are sentient. This is the thing of trying they to stop patterns, people from eating meat. But it's like fish. They say that, that fish are sentient. and that, yeah. well, Obviously, if they said fish they didn't have a memory. Goldfish had a memory of, what, nothing yeah, seconds. seconds yeah. Until it was proven that they did. Yeah. But, like, even Kurt Cobain says, you know, it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. Well, you know, that's wrong. so it's widely believed that that fish and a other dumb. animals they don't get the feelings. Yeah. Hurt. You can't go and upset a Rottweiler. Oh, well, no, well, you could kick it in the knackers. They'll bite you. That'll upset him. I think you couldn't. Even. In fact, um, upset a Rottweiler, you could upset. Yeah, but if he bites me, I bite him back. Well, of course, that's how you upset. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's nature, isn't it? If yeah. you upset an animal, it just attacks you. Yeah, but how then do you know it was sentient? It attacked me. Now you're trying to get sort of. Uh, they're trying to work it well, on now, the vegetarian now, way. Based on obviously, farmers going to Ian Botham, Ian Botham, Ian Botham's love of shredded wheat. That you'd think he'd be on, uh, you know, all in favour of like yeah, protecting true. young animals and sentient beasts. But I yeah. think he's on the farmer's he's, side. He's on the farmer's side, he is, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's basically lobbying against this bill. Which it obviously, like you said, would probably throw a spanner in the works to a lot of like Massive you know um, agricultural. Yeah, and we're uh, we're animal lovers in this country as it is, so we don't. And, and you get the odd knobby would like to do stuff, but you know you can't uh, have everything. But we're a lo- uh, we're a nation of uh, animal lovers, and we're known for that as well. So why would you need to bring this law in? And like I said, it. it to me, it sounds like they're doing it well, he so says, they can change. Uh, he meat says it's rid- he thinks it's um, ridiculous to think that and bizarre yeah. that um, you know there's a law that says you know it recognises that fish have feelings. Yeah. Um, right, I don't. Can't I really do struggle anymore. to have um, a soft spot for a prawn. Well, does that mean in- insects as well then? Yeah, it's true. It's, all, then, it's all animals, it is, isn't it? it I is. think yeah, this is it. I think anything that you know breathes, think, yeah, um, you know, and as a as a you know a, a fucking societal structure. I mean, yeah. ants have a societal structure. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know, I mean, owls. Would I, this is it. I'm not going to go through all the list of animals <laughs> to see yeah. which ones on, are kind badges, of out horses. there loners. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, no, don't get with society. I'm a bit of a loner. Yeah. I like to fly solo. Cool, cool. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what do you think, guys? Do you think it's, um, you know, I think certain animals, for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, but this is going to uh, react with every animal. It has to be put under its It's like, obviously, like every time you have a chicken nugget, you've got to ask if it's had um, an, a psychological evaluation yeah, before um, agreeing to becoming a chicken nugget. He signed a contract on the bottom saying, yeah, yeah you yeah, can was, slaughter me. He was an NDA saying, basically saying, yeah, um, I, you know, a waiver. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've come into this abattoir of my own free will. Yep, I want 50% I, extra I, water I wanted, in my skin. I, I've, I wanted to end it all. I've had enough of life. Yes, yes. I've, you know... The poultry are not giving me a good it, chance. They're depressed. They've got feelings. They what are, gonna do? they are. Well, uh, so, talk, right, so, talking about feelings... I was going to say, I'm let's gonna move s- on from this one. <laughs> I'm going to start off with this one. Go on. Ronaldo. Who? Ronaldo, we're going into a little bit fin- sporty. Ronaldo has Fanu- come back Fanu- to Man United after 12 years. Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, is he one of these sports people? I don't he know. Is, he's is a he, footballer. What's he's a he do? great footballer. He's right, okay. like, he's either, well, they all say he's right, can I just two, ask? number So one, I, I'm assuming he earns way too much money for what he does hey, for a actually, living. Actually, surprisingly. Oh, no, does this man earn his money? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, by, really? by, yeah, definitely. Right. Well, let's say, right. Well, he was at Man United and we sold him for, uh, well, Juventus sold... Um, I uh, think he's lobbying for a pundit job. If the BBC are listening, we, yeah. he, he won't work for you, but oh, like no. um, ITV or Sky... Well, three years ago, sports Juventus bought him for 100 million. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the deal and his wages was 26.6 million a year. Now... What? We have got him... For kicking a ball yeah. about... But we've got him, and he's still got he's still got that ability. How many hours a day does he kick a ball about for that much money? I'd say nearly, nearly, nearly most of his days. Most I'll days. up it. I'll I bet I can kick a ball about twice as long as he uh, can yeah. for the uh, amount of money he gets. Oh mate, oh you want oh, to when football he's, fans. when he's tired and wants to go home, I'll be like, ah, I've got a couple more laps in me. <laughs> You're gonna be like Man City and grumpy for that over much it money. He was going to go to Man City, but at the last minute... I'm not grumpy about it. I'm not any... F- see, no, this but is I bet the Man thing. City is. No, this is the thing you see, right? Being a Mancunian, people... Mm. The first thing people ask, and especially if you meet somebody from a different city, yeah. the first thing they ask is, uh, so, man, are fit. you or man, you or sir? Yeah. And I go, I'm neither. And they go, what? Yeah. That's a bit strange. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, because football's a bit fucking lame, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, not into it. Yourself, yeah, I'm not yeah. really into it. I think I think there's better things to be doing. But it's a, it's a, with it's me a, time. Thank you very much. It's a great deal. We bought him for twenty mil. Of twenty who, to twenty-five I didn't mil. I buy him. You, no, you bought him United. for t- where'd you get twenty mil from? That's how much I he, keep buying him, him Mike. Sorry. Uh, and then his wages is uh, twenty mil a year as well. So right. he's gone down in. Oh, right. Oh, he's took a pay cut. He's only on 20 mil a year. What a shame. Oh, he did ums for that He's going to miss that 6.6 mil, though. Well, you know, there's troubles going on elsewhere in the world. At least we know Cristiano Ronaldo is perfectly sweet. Yeah, he's, he's come back home. Did that, you hear a, so we did have something come on. Well, he he, what, he had something to talk about. He he wanted to talk about his United and Ronaldo. So yeah. there you go. Um, this story I found the EPA, they've been found to be falsifying risk assessments for dangerous oh, chemicals. Naughty, naughty. This, as far as whistleblowers are telling us, and we're trusting um, them. Man. Agency scientists have said um, the management science, silence and um, har- harassism. Um, to basically um, appease uh, chemical industry. 
I don't know if I said that right. But basically, whistleblowers are saying that the US um, Environmental Protection Agency have been falsifying dangerous and new chemicals, uh, risk assessments, um, in effect, to make them comply and appear safe and quickly get them approved for commercial use. I think that's pretty savage, EPA. They're supposed to be the Environmental Protection Agency. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, introducing toxic and highly dangerous. Yeah, but should be uh, taking it out. Chemicals yeah. into the into the fucking community. But it just you know what? It doesn't surprise me. It's looking like every fucking agency has got some uh, well, riding on the back. And then you wonder if it, if if it could have been a leak at the Wuhan lab. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When yeah, you've yeah. got like and this is happening on fucking American soil by the sounds of it. So yeah, you know I what I mean? mean? Whistle, whistleblowers in the minute. industry and watchdogs are saying that um, it's it's a revolving door between the agency and chemical companies um so obviously it's just a case of like as soon as they deny or approve one they've got another one coming in the door for for approval yeah so it's a bit of a kind of dangerous game i think they do need more scrutiny on these things when they're looking into it because at the end of the day this is stuff that's obviously going to get in introduced yeah to the true. environment yeah. Um, we need and we're all about we're that. all about saving the fucking environment at the minute. And these are just going. Oh well, we could also uh, add some more money. People in don't remember shit like asbestos. Yes. Right now, asbestos, great thing. Everybody loved it. Yeah. Oh, put Absolutely. it in ironing boards. Put it in your walls. Put yeah. it in your ceilings. Put yeah, it in your right? sandwich. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You use it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll find a million uses for asbestos. Ah, yeah. Definitely. And then they went. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They dropped a bollock. Dropped a bollock, and they didn't realise what they were putting out into the public no. before they tested it enough. It's a bit so, like doctors and smoking in the 50s. Yeah, exactly. Best for your health so, when it ends up So, not. by approving stuff that's not kosher, not 100% tested or safe, is and pretty naughty. And worse, if you know about it and you still persist and carry on with what I'll be, you I'll be doing. looking into that a bit more, so I'll be keeping people informed of that dodgy, one. Um, well, have you got anything else? Yeah, well, there's words going around the world, all presidents and all prime ministers are saying at the minute, which is around. a bit of an oddity. Go on. Because... Uh, Build Back Better seems to be the word oh, of the year at the minute. I fucking hate this. Build Back Better. Yeah. It, it's almost, it it's like, have you ever seen that remix of, the, I think there was a, um, what was it? Um, and uh, what are they called? The NDA, or not NDA, fucking um, the Defence League. The EDL. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, so the EDL were doing some, like, march thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And um, there was just some absolute nitwit, and there was videoed going, what do you want? He was like, I want Britain to be about British. And it's a sort of same... I mean, I'm not the most eloquent oh. speaker in the world, yeah, right? But when you hear, be back, bring the bill back better, yeah, yeah, it sounds fucking... It the, does. It sounds so horrible to hear. But it's it's the uh, it's the um, it's what, what are you the, trying to say? You you want to rebuild the country and build it back better? Do build you? it back better than what um, it was before. So we're restructuring everything, and it's going to be the reset, and that's what they're doing. But the the well, when you say re- reset, and, well, what do you mean by the reset? That they want to change things, it's like right. like on the uh, the IMF, um, like the reset is that you. Uh, you're going to have nothing, you're going to own nothing, but you're going to be happy about it. Indentriment, basically, mm. like you be, it's you're gonna, servitude. Yeah, you're going to do basically well, whatever we... Well, I was reading something about um, in a New new World Order yeah, document of, yeah. that somebody had posted on um, Instagram, and it was like they were going, um, 
oh, you know, one of the new world order stipulations was that you would own nothing. You would not own yeah. anything and everything would be kind of like, you know, get provided for you, but in a shared capacity. Pretty socialist. Yeah, you get what um, you're and you Well, yeah, well, you get what you're given. Yeah. But then there's always going to be like, you know, w- ways of getting a bit better or building back better, you know, but I don't know. It depends yeah. who you grass up, I suppose. But, well, this, but is this is... But what I'm getting at is... Um, what it was funny actually because that document um, somebody who posted it they were saying like this like look this is proof of the new world order because it was written over 50 years ago like you know they was like basically touting 1989 as like a million years ago and I thought it was like well it weren't that long ago no not really I'm not that old yeah I, mean, I was born a bit before 1989. So you were, you yeah, yeah. But anyway, quite a um, bit actually. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm not sure to be honest. Yeah, well, it's the combination that all the leaders are saying this at the minute. So, so you it think is, it's going to be like a case of the the this new this restart? Yeah, is going. I don't just think be it's like, going to be good for us. I think it's going to be better for them. Do you not think it myself? could be like? Um, well, no, because I think in these sort of kind of, um, I think your car's flashing again. Oh, is it flashing? Um, in, it's, a pervert. it's going off again, you know. Um, when you think about these um, changes in how society works, yeah. you can't just change, flip a switch, and have it. Everybody just, uh, you know, do it. This is going to be yeah. the scariest and thing. That's, about that's it. the problem because when you do that, that's. I mean, look at what's happening all over the world in terms of like you know people feeling like the liberties and the the um, yeah, rights are being squashed now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially it's in like if you start kind of um, going right now from now on, you don't own your house. You you what yeah, what, what, where, what, what do we do? Where, so I've got to kind of find rented accommodation yes. now. Well, my, I own this house. My family's owned this you house don't. for generations. Yeah. Well, this is you know, it. you've got all these problems. Yeah, you can't do it now. Yeah, right. The way you'd have to do it is kind of gradually implement it and have like a um, a sort of a, a chain reaction where it was like before you know it, the people involved or the people in our spiked. situation don't know any better. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's an interesting situation you pose in, but I don't know about that one. It is because it, it connects them all together. Why are they all having the same um, uh, same words, which, like you say, are, are like fucking, you know, <laughs> the shit. Yeah, the but shit. how can you connect the, the phrase build back better and the idea that, well, think about it. They aren't, might all be using it because... We're all in a similar situation. The world's been basically effectively closed down for two years, and we've all fucked. So basically. it gives the indication that the all on an agreement. Well, they're all in agreement that the, what's the something happen. needs to change because yeah. look at the state of the world. And I mean, yeah, we're trying is, yeah. kind of. Obviously, we're aware of stuff going on in the yeah. world, and we follow the news quite avidly in a lot of ways. Yeah. But, but we find we just... that obviously when we talk on the show, when we want to kind of deliver a show that we don't go into a lot of the topics yeah. and stuff that's going on. But we, you, we acknowledge, we know what's going know on. What's yeah. going on, and it's um, basically we're getting the same information. Well, it's not only that. it's it's We do have opinions on it, but... Yeah, we don't want to get too heated in this. Exactly. Uh, so the idea of, like, you know, um, what is going on in the world at the yeah, moment, and the shit. world is... In turmoil, I think there's yeah, a lot of people who believe that there's, um, you know, something's coming. If yeah. you're religious, if I think you, I there's a lot of talk that, yeah. about um, people believing that it's the end of days or Bible prophecies coming true. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and That's the idea it. that 
they were having floods and fires and fucking plagues and all sorts is is signs of uh, we we don't have control of the rains anymore and the, the idea that uh, you know have we let the planet slip so fast and so far I've got a funny feeling that was now everyone says oh it was oh, it was our pro- our fault or our generation's fault or the previous generation's fault for not doing enough. I do yeah. believe that a lot has happened since you know like because yeah there has you know, been a lot of changes in the nineteen hundreds. You know, London was thick as yeah, thick fog yeah. in front of your yeah. eyes. Yeah, I mean, you know, in terms of everyone had a coal fire and a and a you know yeah and black smoke shit in your out, smoke and blooming out of your out of your chimneys every day. Yeah, and you, you couldn't know. afford to have a bath every single day, and you know, like if you had to go out <laughs> and, and he come had back to go in. to a and, and Taylor, you had yeah. to go to a toilet on the outside, yeah, outside yeah. toilet. You know, I did that in the eighties. I think he even did I mean? that in he the nineties. He even remembers it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Oh, good old days. <laughs> there has been kind of you know there has um, been strides changes. and changes yeah, in in the climate stuff, but obviously but I think it's like everyone have been getting away. Everyone blames the previous generation for not doing more, but again, it's like. Well, what happens when it's the next generation and they say the same thing? It's like we can only we can only do what well, we can do. It's like doing, look at the idea the right that it's well. like when you think of other countries who haven't got the same yeah. climate change well, ideals of, of us as us who contribute. I mean, China, for instance, contribute probably a, a good half of half of the world's. Uh, carbon yeah 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 when they refuse to change yeah. does it not and kind even of feel like now. we're pissing in the wind a little bit yeah so you know it's one of them i mean i like the idea that we can change things but it, is think, it too little too late uh no because it's it, the ones we need to change are the the politicians and the way the structure of business uh can contribute and twist their arms into going in now the only way areas. do you know what you were saying about kind of like this build back better yeah i mean it kind of does remind me of like the the depictions in the denver airport thing yeah. do you know where it was like oh there was this big plague everyone was wearing gas masks yeah, yeah. everybody kind of realized that we need to kind of pull together to it's, as a world community yeah. to try and solve this problem but then soldiers come um, out uh, with the gas masks and yeah yeah like, who knows what's got next and you got bad parts uh, everybody i'm just well, just basically let's just you hope know, everything Starts getting. Uh, I've got me BB gun uh, <laughs> and your bow and arrow. I've got me bow and arrow ready. Sword. Don't you worry. Yeah. yeah so anyway, it. yeah, waffling on a bit too much here. Um, uh, yeah. I found this Jason. story. Um, Where did you? I found a few, to be honest. Oh, good lad. It's getting on. In the, I'm tired now. It is. Yeah. It's half four in the morning. Yeah. Well. Right. So basically, there's an abandoned. Um, this abandoned property. Right. Oh yeah. Um, according to neighbours, uh, the old house at the end of uh, Dartmouth Street in um, Coates, Coates has been abandoned mm. and um, debilitated for years. Yeah. Right. As far as anyone knows, no one lives inside it. It's um, no one no even remembers who lived inside it. Do you know, like okay. in recent so memory. Been, yeah. So that's how long it's been abandoned. Right. Yeah. Um, apparently. A load of foxes have moved in. Oh, right. So Literally all over the place. So even though no one knows for sure how long the fox critters have been in in the building, the they've basically den. got the run of the place. Um, you know, they've they've turned they it into a stink, so. turned it into a fox hotel. 
Hey, hey, well, you know, if it's not going to be uh, used, let Mother Nature take its course. Well, That's what's on, on Thursday afternoon, um, a rehabilitator, a wildlife re- rehabilitator yeah. uh, set three traps in the overgrown property and each of them baited with half um, a rack of ribs. Oh, uh, nice, they, they had to get them out there. They couldn't let them live on in, yeah, in this right. property. Yeah, that's right. should be outside. So they had to kind of release them into the wild. So they caught them anyway and um, released a couple of them back into the wild. So I'm pretty sure that they would have done the same for the rest of them. Yeah. But I find that quite cute. Yeah, I think so. I like foxes. Nice. They, I mean, I know they don't... I know they eat your chickens. I've got no chickens, so they can I don't have any chickens, yeah. but, you know, I know they do, and they're a bit of a nuisance. Yeah, right? Yeah, considered to Sometimes, be... Sometimes, yeah. And, well, no, because look at the fox hunters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't just chase them off for no reason. Oh, no. Do you know what Obviously, I mean? Obviously, yeah, but the animal got, has its... They've got a... The, the old reason why the fox hunt came about is because, you know, we you want to get foxes them. off your land. Yeah, 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 so well, let's make a sport out of it. I don't agree with it. No. Yeah, I think it's a bit barbaric and pointless in yeah. this day and age, but, but obviously back, back then... Yeah. I understand why they did it, yeah. yeah. Maybe not as much. There's not much on Sunday afternoon TV back in the middle and dark ages. But so, you know. Sometimes animals need culling, you know what I mean? If, if yeah, it's going to be bad for the environment. That's it. When it's for a cull, then yeah. that's a difference. There's a difference between doing it, like, for the the local environment and making sure that a certain species doesn't overtake. Yeah, because yeah. not long afterwards, then it was badges. Just then. going, telly ho, pip pip. Baloo hello yeah, and yeah, chasing yeah. it off down the fucking yeah. field. That's just just rude. Do you know it what is. I mean? So, but like, they're, they're just quite nice animals. You know, yeah, to you, look shouldn't at. Be, you shouldn't be using an animal as a sport anyway. But now these guys were all over the roof, all over the building. So they were coming out of the top windows. Well, climbing you've got on to the kick roof. them out, aren't you? Really, you shitting on the carpet cool, and everything, though. man. Can't be having that Foxy, stuff. Foxy Hotel. Have you got Sheen. anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. Have you seen these? Uh, the, this thing about uh, the challenge with crates, especially in America. I have seen this. Um, I've got a story about this, but you crack on, and I, it might not be the same story. So go I on. think it might be. Well, it's uh, it's been. I believe it's been banned off uh, TikTok at the minute. Oh yeah. Well, that was my Is that story. the same story. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's crazy what people will get up well, you can to. get them for like a quid a dollar yeah you can get a crate for a dollar yeah right and this is the thing is remember the ice bucket challenge yeah yeah it was like you know it'll be like i nominate you to do it or and then you go oh well i can't let the uh, the internet think i'm a pussy that's so you true so you get stacking a load of crates up yeah you know with a bottle of with a bucket of ice water oh, i bet there's been some fucking injuries although the amount of people that have there slammed is, on the there's been side. so many in- injuries and i think like you know if you if you you fall off a load of crates and you end up in a and e and they go why did what happened yeah yeah they're gonna fucking know and that not, you were being a dick. Yeah, and not and only then that, it's they're not, paying for it. Not only that, it's like internal bleeding much because oh, there's a lot yeah, of these guys I've seen in these fail videos where they're just literally they're, they're doing some serious damage. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Uh, in yeah, terms of what they're doing, falling. Yeah. There has been people actually smashing some it though, good and getting successes, success yeah. in on it. But, yeah, oh yeah. But oh, yeah, but where do these mad. where do these things come from? Do you think it's just like one guy who goes, do you know what? I'm just gonna mess it. I don't know what I was doing. He was I was in just being my back yeah. and he had a load of crates. I thought, do you know what? I'll give that a go. I was just fucking bored, locked down. You know what? It's the it's a sort of like the uh, Charlie bit my finger kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like that's funny. No, but the and internet. You just, but yeah, that's I'm funny. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, but it, I'm gonna do that. It just the, catches on that way. That's it's great. Like a virus. Viral stuff's great, yeah. but it's like um, you know, 
I mean, I've not watched a viral video and thought, oh, I want to do that. I want to fucking injure myself like that. Do yeah. you know what? I want to suck down a load of paprika or fucking pepper. Uh, what was the pa- the fucking cinnamon challenge oh, or anything like yeah. that? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, because about, you're able to watch the idiots do it on YouTube yeah. and go, Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen what happens. I've seen fucking the Darwin Award winners on there. Oh, so you think the- when you see people absolutely crunching the faces off the curb because they tried to do a stupid um, yeah. crate challenge. Uh, they, they, they went above I'm not all their about. I, I love a bit of fun and everything, but, you know, it's it's not going to end well, is it? Yeah, and it's, not, and it's not just that there's been small stacks. I mean, there's been some large stacks. And That's the challenge, you see, right isn't it? Over, yeah. That's the challenge. I think is it 20 to use uh, yeah. on the uh, No, but I think the internet is a weird place because um, people generally... I mean, what was it? What was that thing where people were um, singing to uh, Fleetwood Mac... Whilst oh, yeah, kind well, of drinking. like dra- cycling down the street yeah. whilst filming themselves, or even the dancing to Drake at the side of your car. Yeah. As soon as one person does it, it's like you know, oh, accidents. <laughs> anything you can do, I can do, do better. better yeah. You know, so it is an interesting yeah. place, the internet. But, it is. Um, there's a lot of interesting people. No, out nobody's there satisfied the with just doing, watching it once and yeah. going, I can yeah. do that. And then everybody has the cheek to turn around and go, Hollywood. Is rubbish because <laughs> all they do is make remakes and sequels. Yeah. When when the internet's full of them. Yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, totally. It's like one guy does the cinnamon challenge and next guy does it, and then all of a sudden I'm like, it's a rave. Cinnamon challenge ten with Keanu Reeves in a cinema near you. It's just it's bonkers, isn't it? Or so YouTube. It's, I suppose it's a waste of sight. It's worth. I mean, the last the time the last time I was um, influenced by a film so much that I went into the back garden and tried to replicate it. <laughs> I was nine and it was the Karate Kid. Oh, and I was crane kicking my ass off. Not my ass off, my brother's ass. I was crane kicking my brother yeah. in my back garden. I yeah, And that was the practice. last time I was influenced in, in, in such a way that I felt like I needed to replicate what I'd seen. You know, children are so e- easily influenced. Oh, you yeah, shouldn't totally. let them play totally. video games. Anyway, yeah, so anything... Oh, yeah. Any any more stories you want to talk about? Because yeah, I've got a story NASA f- next. from Reno. Oh, no. This all right. This will be my last um, news story before we get into NASA news. Yeah. But the city of Reno are cracking down on whips. What the whip crack away? Oh mate, cracking down because apparently they've got a bit of a whip problem. Huh? Dun, 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 dun. Kinky. Dun, 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 There's a lot of kinkiness dun, dun, dun. going on now, no? Mm, whip it good. Yeah. Whip it so good. It's a fucking full on ban. What? Why? Yeah. I mean, going around whipping is this where Indiana Jones is being um, oh, filmed? Yeah. I don't know. Reno City Council members um, voted unanimously on Wednesday to move forward on a ban of whips in public places, saying that whips can scare, scar, um, in, intimidate people. Yeah. Um, and um, obviously, the restraint on police resources. I think that's a bit over the top. Loads of things that a car could intimidate. Who who've they got? Reno nine one one. It's like you they've fucking got a whip phobia. I think they've got some. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I'm pretty sure that you know, unanimously voting on other things. Yeah, there's got to be, be something important. else serious. Whips with have that. become more common apparently, especially in downtown Reno. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Reno. These are a phase going on. Council off. members that um, 
you know, they've had over 170 whip-related courses. Yeah. Oh, my days. Oh, and there is some... Harrison Ford was in the area. Yeah. And yeah. He was, yeah, he was chasing Shia LaBeouf, saying, yeah, get yeah. out of my movie. Yeah. With a rock behind him. True story. Um, yeah, so like I say, That's Reno right, City Council right. members... Uh, have debated that's um, just ruined uh, my holiday and decided year. a ban on whips in public places so you can still whip in the comfort of your oh, own no. home oh, but man. you're not allowed to whip in public can I do it in a dungeon well you could if you want if it's someone else's you know. dungeon my whip <laughs> wait is it a public yeah. dungeon well it can be <laughs> I'm not sure about that oh, um, I don't know then well, it's just crazy. I just don't <laughs> even is. know what. I don't know where it's to go with that. More I don't even that. know where to go with that. That's just like useless information. <laughs> it's like you'd be sat in the pub tomorrow, going, "Do you know it's illegal to use a whip in Reno?" Yeah, oh, I don't know where he heard that, but someone fucking heard it somewhere. Anyway, crazy news. We, we we promised you um, a new segment during the news, and, we do. and here it is. Jeff in space. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Is that yeah. it again? And if, um, you know, he, NASA haven't got enough on the plate at the minute. They've got enough on the hands. Yeah. Uh, the agency computers keep crashing. Oh, my. Because the files that Jeff Bezos has sent on in relation to the Blue Origin lawsuit are too big. Too big. Too big. Too big. How big? How big uh, are they? The resulting in further delays to the SpaceX human landing systems. Uh, contracts because obviously there was um, a competition, weren't there? And um, to find out who had the best rocket, Aye, yeah, who SpaceX who had the smoothest won. shaft, yes. and who had the most powerful thrusters, yes. and um, who was it who won? It was, it was uh, the Techno King himself. It was um, even that good that China's copied it. The China have copied yeah. it, haven't they? Yeah, they, I love how they copy everything. Well, they've got yeah, no, they've got no, no fucking, copyrights. Is there no, there? they've got no concept of like you no, know IP good ideas and or stuff, like yeah. you know. That's like we'll have that. Yeah, um, why not? Obviously, the size of the Blue Origin uh, um, lawsuit, um, which is clocked up into more than seven gigabytes worth of PDFs. Whoa, um, that's massive. It's not man. that big. No, seven, it's not. It's like a HD movie. Yeah. So you're telling me a NASA computer can't handle the, the a pro, to process and a seven gig mover. We got data problems. That we is, have major well, they do issues. do say man. that, like, you know, they sent people to the moon on the on well, like, you know, the yeah. equivalent of a fucking iPhone. Yeah, but it only took five uh, megapixels in the. Nah, uh, actually, what it was, it was the Adobe software that kept crashing. Yeah. Yeah. So Adobe, um, who make the PDF reader. Yeah. Right. See. So they're trying. You throw in your PDF file, which in this case was seven gig. Yeah. Yeah. And then the com- the software just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. What way. are you doing? Yeah, what are you trying? Wrong what? language. I'm wondering how many pages that is because, like, a usual PDF's not that big. No. Do you know no, what I mean? And obviously, Jeff wanted to get make sure that NASA had all the information. I would point past him that he put a bug in it. He probably did, didn't yeah. he? Well, he had a word with the Chinese there, like shove, shove a bug in it. So, uh, to um, further rub salt in NASA's wounds, um, obviously it crashed the system over the week and took over a week long to try and get it back up. Um, the contract was awarded to SpaceX because the agency staff felt that um, they could, you know, basically get it done. Yeah, do you know what well, I mean? And get it, get them up. Well, they thought they, thought they knew. Uh, they <laughs> they were thought big Elon could they get them up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, Jeff this week. Oh, I think, obviously... Jeff, Jeff. 
back out, mate. I mean, why yeah, the fact do you think that you well need to out. sue NASA? Yeah, hold everything up. Yeah. yeah. Because for a man who's, you know, trying to kind of um, further humanity, humanity yeah. yeah, yeah, at the moment you're holding them yeah. back. Putting yeah. a big fat stop sign at the minute. I know, you, I know you're not stop. listening to me. But, no, you know, no, but if you, I do if know you, know you down, him, I do, I do know that you do download the podcast, but then you just delete it yeah, uh, for some like reason. I don't else. know. You are a subscriber. Yeah. I don't know. You well, might not be. If you're not, you fucking better be. So, um, man-made Please. space junk. Ah, yes, we have a lot of that. Sam. It's a big problem. It's a massive I mean, imagine problem. the sea. Yeah, do you know the everyone's going on about plastic in the water? Yeah, yeah, and I keep seeing like they've, they've, everyone's coming up with little solutions, and I think like yeah, obviously that's, that's a good thing yeah. trying to clean up the oceans. Work together. Um, but space junk is this the same issue? I yeah. mean, have we got like you know clusters of of fucking man-made stuff just floating around in space? I've often worried and wondered that we. Do, yeah, and is it a threat to satellites and Definitely. stuff that we're going to be sending up into the future? I mean, I Definitely. know that we've got a lot of these internet satellites going up in yeah. um, in terms of but they're um, uh, low orbit, Elon Musk they? stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, there's no limitation on where no, this, but most this of stuff's in the uh, the uh, higher. Uh, atmosphere as we're putting yeah we but, no, but put if it's knocked by a bit of you know oh, yeah yeah you know, totally, if it could yeah. be knocked by totally. another meteorite or yeah. anything i mean the Definitely. meteorite that crashes into one piece of the space junk might not do much damage on its own but changing the trajectory of a piece of space junk that is suddenly hurtling towards one of our satellites oh, yeah, yeah. is a different story station. i think yeah, or the space yeah. station yeah but they've got an alert system in there that tell, uh, gives them like a 20 minute warning so they sit in the capsule just in case it does get hit, and well, then do you they think, go. Do you think more should be done in terms of trying mm. to clean up what we're sending up? I do. I mean, <clears> obviously, SpaceX and Blue is, Origin yeah. of operate in a way yeah. that uh, their capsules are reusable, um, right. and it minimizes on the amount of shit that which we're sending up into space, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Because up until like <laughs> what a few years ago, it was literally we send it up, and That's it was it. there. Yeah. yeah? Now, well, now we've got companies like Swedish, uh, which was a problem as well because I mean a lot of the ideas. the components that we use to send these um, this equipment to space is like semi precious metals, yeah, like oh, platinum totally. and yeah. pluto, you know, fucking you, yeah. you know, uh, gold and out stuff. There, so. Yeah, and we're just kind of throwing it all out into the that's the, what we the do. cosmic toilet, for, aren't we? Yeah, and we need to be more uh, more clever in how we because that resource will only last for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we, we, we really need to be careful on how we process. I mean, like all the all the rubbish dumps, all the stuff under there. You, uh, uh, years to come, we hopefully well, we might have something no, to process No, because you've got to think it. about it this way, right? Yeah, right. We're going on about how we've affected the planet, mm. right? We've affected planet Earth to the point that we're in a crisis, yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't well, say that. I, well, I no, that's what—that's how it's being painted. It is being painted. That's how it's yeah. being painted, and that's yeah. how we're kind of the media's kind of leading us down that road yeah. where they're saying, yeah. "Oh, you know, we've we've not done enough to." It's we're on a climate crisis, yeah. all the rest of it, right? So it all started with us polluting. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, right. this is pollution. We're we're still doing it, Everybody. and now we've moved off planet, and we're polluting. We're polluting Fruit more space, than yeah. more than just our planet. We're yeah. polluting space. Look how yeah. universe, because we're here to pollute. Oh, it seems like we're all we're good for. Really, we are, isn't but it? we to are consuming, consuming, consuming. That's it. 
Uh, but yeah, like you sure him. someone's not trying to burglarize your car? Because that's like the well, fourth, had a good fourth time today. Did you try to nick it? Right. Well, there's competition. If you can correctly identify how many times Taylor's car nearly got broken into today, yeah. you could win a prize. Yeah, and I've just put my fingers up how many as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, because everyone can see that. Yeah, I hope you did. Well, have you got Sorry. any more NASA news? I've got one more. I have. I've got one, um, surprisingly, from uh, China. I've got one from China uh, as well. Go on. Is this the same one? Uh, the uh, one kilometre uh, space station that they're looking to design? The China's Eye. Yeah. The ultra-large spacecraft yeah. spanning miles in um, a major new project. Yes. Well, you crack on. Tell one. the people at home what it's about. Well, t- uh, there's a four-year uh, programme that they've just announced that they're looking at how or if they've got the capability to put this uh, one-mile station up into the uh, space. And it is 10 times the size of the International Space Station now. And it is fucking massive, mate. But this is the thing, NASA NASA have got their own plans as well for a new space station. I don't think it's a mile Um, long. Russia, well... They've already started their new But this is the thing, in terms of square footage, I mean, are you going to just go for a big, long, snaky jobby, or are you going to try and, you know... You ever seen Deep Space Nine? Yeah. It's sort of like a station like that. So are they going for sort of like the ring motif with the bit in the middle? Yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe take the, uh, the, the, the... Do you know what? Knowing China, it there. probably is the exact design for the one in Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hey, like, quick. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, China's looking into construct the ultra-large spacecraft then yeah. in Earth orbit. Um, yeah. As Beijing, Beijing unravels its ambitious five-year plans like to dominate Day. space. It'd be like Independence Day. Oh, shit, look what's at that. You'd be able to see it, literally. You'd be able to see the fucker. It's funny, though, isn't it? Because, like, you know, obviously, oh, if there were aliens um, out flying around, yeah. they don't really... They, they give our space stations a bit of a wide berth, unless they've just not noticed us because we're so small. Well, if we start beefing up our, our activity in space, are, they, are we going to get more noticed? Well, I'm hoping the more that we go up there, and, and I'm hoping as well within the governments that they actually, you know, go, oh, what's that? Oh, 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 what's that? And actually let some of this information out so we can get to the bottom of it at the I, end I of don't, the day. I doubt that'll happen. I doubt it'll happen, but there would be more chance, and we've got really good views of people on the planet who actually go out there Waving. and look. <laughs> Yeah, at these details. I can't wait until we've got telescopes so powerful that we can just look at on other planets and see them waving back at us. Yeah, and go, yeah, yeah see, there's one. Yeah, yeah, told you. Oh, g- give it a couple of years, we might be there. You owe me a tenner. Yeah, there you go. Woo. So there you go. Well, that, <laughs> that's we the news for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, yeah. It's been an interesting one. I really, yeah. I really like the um, idea of the Vodnik manuscript. Yeah. Um, I think it's quite. Um, I love the mystery about it, and I love that. I love mysteries that haven't ever been solved. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what I love about the Oak Island. This is what I love about this manuscript. It's a. It's something that. Um, it's had the brightest minds looking at, and it's never been yeah. able to been been cracked. Yeah. I mean, what was this guy thinking when he was writing it? 
was he on opium? Who knows? I, well, this um, is another thing. I mean, could, could they have been, have been uh, uh, projecting like an alien has gone, wow, this is what this looks like, so you draw that. Well, you never know. What about, mm. um, like, you know, free spirit writing people or, like, in a trance um, yeah, are yeah, able yeah. to yeah. write um, write it- intelligible sort of things. Yeah. I mean... Demon uh, in the body or a ghost. Who yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different theories. If you feel like you've got one and you feel like you've got something to say about the topic, you oh, know yeah. what to do give, give us a, a shout, shout. Um, yeah, alternatively got any queries comments or suggestions email us at neverstraightanswer at gmail.com you can head over to the website where we've got a, a comment box there or yeah. a contact box yes um, we generally put a lot of stuff on the website from videos to downloadable content and yeah. all sorts merch and um, ways oh, to yeah. support and help us out here yeah. at the show I love a coffee um, oh yeah I Beautiful love a coffee for the price of one cup of coffee, you yes. can help two starving podcasts from yes. going hungry and okay. losing their house. Get all this every week for the next <laughs> however long we well, survive. Where we're, yeah, we're, we're trying to... It's like I started off with nothing and yeah. I've still got most of it left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week. We um, we're available on all podcast platforms, we by are. the way, from yes. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, yes. uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I'm sure you'll find us just by searching Never a Straight Answer. Um, we'll be back next week with another exciting episode. Yeah, I'm sure you'll agree. Good oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you've got any ideas, suggestions for episodes that you might like to see, again, yeah. just reach out, get in touch. We're always happy to um, hear from you guys. Yeah, and um, we respond to every message. So, you know. Yeah, you're a part of our service and we're a part of yours. So Well, you know. you're in the bureau now, baby. You are, you are indeed. Right, well, we'll catch you next week. I've you been are. Gaz. I've been Taylor. Peace. Out. Ah.